0: Listen, congratulations. Um, well done. Delighted to uh, see that you, you, you've signed on. Um, but before we talk about that, uh, very sad news in Irish rugby last week, the passing at the awfully eight forty six 46 of Tom Tierney. A man you would have known well, well-known in Connacht as well, played here. Uh, that must have been a very a big shock for everybody.
1: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I got a call last Friday morning off uh, a very good friend of mine, Mark Butler, in um, in Munster to, to tell me the news and sock, uh, shocked and saddened to hear it. Um, you know, I'd like to pay my respects to, to Mary, his two daughters, and the extended um, Tierney family. He was a brilliant man, you know, a, a brilliant character, just, um, you know, lit up a room when he was in it and, and a brilliant coach as well. I worked with him with the Irish under 19s. We went to France a couple of years back and he was our head coach and he was brilliant. Just, just brilliant with the, with the young men in there. Um, and a great man to be in his company, you know, just always good chats, good conversation. So he'd be sorely missed in Munster, the hour a few and, uh, by a lot of, a lot of good people around the place and, um, you know, shocked and saddened. And I'd just like to extend my, my sympathies to the family.
0: Yeah. As we all would, uh, it, it came as a, it came as some awful news. Um, of course, he did work with the women's team as well. 2015 at the famous, famous Grand Slam. I mean, that was that was a big achievement for for him, for those players, and for Irish women's rugby.
1: Yeah, like he was, he was an excellent coach, very experienced. Um, but um, you know, there's no doubt that that you know his list of achievements as a coach would 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 be things like Grand Slams and a uh, top level as well. So. You know, it's not surprising, you know, but one of his biggest strengths is actually bringing people together and just being, as I said, a of light in the room and, you know, a great leader of people. So, you know, a big loss, a big loss to rugby and a, and a big loss to all his family and friends. It
0: certainly is. Um, now, you've signed on, uh, signed the contract today you're currently contact and scrum coach. Do you think that role is going to change at all next year or are you fitting and slotting back into the same uh, plan in Connacht?
1: Yeah, pretty much the same plan, William. Um, you know, it'd be good to get continuity for the next couple of years. Like I must have a year under my belt doing scrum and and, uh, and contact and, and last year was defence. So it'll be nice to keep building um keep building around scrum in the contact area it's something i really enjoy and it's something i want to stay stay involved in so um pete has been uh pete has you know is assembling his ticket obviously and has been very uh very good in that regard and giving me that continuity so yeah looking forward to building out what we've done for the last eight months or so in terms of that and you know not looking much beyond this saturday to be honest Which you are delighted to sign the contract but you know it's back all hands on deck now for urc again
0: it's almost going to be a different feel next season because there's going to be other new coaches coming in or people moving, uh, and obviously Andy Friend won't, won't be there, who's been the the, uh, the captain of the ship, if you like, for the last the last five seasons. How do you marry that with having to complete this season and Connacht still being involved in quite heavy duty games with good?
1: Oh. I don't think it's a focus for us at all. To be honest, with you, William, you like we live very day to day in this. Um, you know, we have four massive games in the URC to finish out the season. Not looking beyond this Saturday, and then we've got a, a Challenge Cup as well, Challenge Cup knockout as well. So, you know, next season will take care of itself. There'll be loads of planning goes into next season. You know, preseason is whatever four months away yet. So, we we won't look anything beyond this Saturday. We want to finish this season very very strong. Uh, we put ourselves in a decent position with the last three results, so we just want to keep building on that. It's very, very short-term focus for us.
0: It's very tight at, at the position you're in on the table. Well, Ulster did you a bit of a favour on Saturday beating the Sharks in what was a good performance in uh, in Durban. Yeah. Um, is it just you, you just have to focus on winning? It's just, you know, you've got to win... Minimum three, hopefully four of these games. It's it's wins, there's nothing else. There's no other currency involved now.
1: That's it, just win and pick up as many points as you can. We're we're 15 points and 15 points the last three games and suddenly you find yourself in the knockout stages. So, you know, you'll know, you you'll talk about favours and and this team did you favour, that team, but there's quality across the URC. So everybody <laughs> will beat each other. So if we can just focus on... Picking up those four and five points every week, we'll, I think we'll be there, thereabouts, and in the knockout stage at the end of the season. So it's game by game. I know it's a cliche, um, but there's there's 20 points to be won to get us into the the knockout stages, and we've got to go after all 20 of them.
0: Dragons on on Saturday evening, Rodney Parade. It can be a very difficult place to go. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the background of Welsh rugby. Um they haven't had a great season, really. What are you expecting from them? What what have you seen in your analysis? What's what's their modus operandi?
1: Um, yeah, like I'd agree with that. There's probably elements of consistency around what they're doing, but like they're the they're the top line out in the URC. Uh, you know, they're second for turnovers at Ruck. You know, you look at their back row, 10 Basham, Wayne Wright, Moriarty, full internationals. Uh Rodri Williams at nine is a huge threat. Um, in terms of running, and then you've got Rio Dyer, who's been uh, who's been recently capped as well. So, you know, there's plenty of quality across the park. They hold on to the ball well. They attack from pretty much everywhere in the pitch. And this is their last home game of the season. You know, they're trying to make a big festival out of it, giving out tickets and trying to fill up um, fill up their home ground. So, we're expecting a massive challenge. You know, they'll obviously be looking at us to go. They can springboard their season or get themselves back into it as well. So. You know, there's huge quality across the park. They're very strong around the contact areas. as I said. You know, very, very good line-out. Uh, it's going to be a massive challenge for us. Massive challenge for us. Um, but we're one we're massively looking forward to.
0: It will be an St. Chalder Beach challenge for them if uh, Niall Murray gets stuck into their line-out, if he's if he selected. that's uh, That's been one of the highlights of the seasons. Players coming through, he's one of them. There's been a host of them coming through, forwards and backs. That must give you good satisfaction.
1: Yeah, it's brilliant to see... the the lads coming from Connacht coming through um you know I was fortunate enough to work with a lot of those guys in the pathway um and you could see their quality from day one um you see their attitude their commitment you see how much they love playing for the province so yeah it's brilliant to see them coming through and it's nice to have that blend of those homegrown lads with 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 the outside players as well who, who buy into what we're doing here so yeah very exciting very exciting